welcome to the Clarity Collab podcast. On today's episode, we'll be discussing tracking. If this is your first time listening, we are three women business owners who found ourselves always needing advice from women like us and craving good habits, mindset tips, and the tools to be less stressed, happier, and have the clarity to realize our goals for the upcoming year. So we decided we wanted to share the tips we've learned with all of you. Today's podcast is hosted by myself, Kayla Isles, Nicola Peacock, and Ashley Full. We're so excited to get started and share all the things that the three of us have been discussing these last few weeks. We have an entire 12-week series lined out for you, starting with mindset and going through relevant items like habits, goals, and procrastination, everything that comes up when you're a woman running her own business. Today's episode is about tracking. This is Kayla's week to lead, so she's going to get us started and share with us what we are drinking. Today we're sipping on a 2017 vintage of Toca Madeira's Tempranillo Reserve. Uh, so this, me and Harrison recently joined their wine club, so this is a part nice. of the shipment, and this is my favorite bottle there. So um, I love this one, and I hope you guys love it's it too. Delicious. Yeah, it's delicious. It's like a deep red, and it's so like tasty and smooth. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Harrison and I. Harrison and I. I know, and I correct other people too. What is it like? You're supposed to, I think I learned it in school. Like, you're supposed to think of, you're supposed to take the other person out. So, like, I wouldn't say me signed up for the wine club. I signed up. So, I should have said, got it. Okay. Smart. Thanks for correcting me. That's, you know, how I do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, tracking. Tracking is super important in business. And as we've mentioned in previous episodes, you should be tracking your budget, expenses, goals, appointments, leads, etc. So this topic was a little bit harder for me to prepare for because, you know, honestly, I haven't had much experience with tracking. I'm new to the industry, new to my business, so I'm really going to rely on you guys to help me navigate where we're going to go here today. So, um, But today we're going to game plan and talk about the importance of tracking and give you some ideas on how to get started, some good tips to do tracking, and then we're also going to visit the importance of going back and looking at what you've tracked. Mm -hmm. That is my pitfall where I fall short. I track everything, but I haven't gone back and taken that time to review. Um, so that's something that, you know, I want to talk about today as well too. So, um, for me, I keep track of my referral partners, my current and new leads, cold leads, past clients, appointments, transactions, and expenses. Obviously though, I should be tracking more and I want to do it as efficiently as possible. So first I want to ask both of you, what do you think are the top three most important things to track in business? I'll go first. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) So for me, um, the most important things that I track, obviously, are going to be leads, prospects, and clients. I want to know where they're coming from. I want to know where they are in the process. And then once somebody becomes a client, I mean, I basically stalk them, and most of my clients know that. I know when your birthday is. I know when your kids' birthdays are. I know when anniversaries are. um, And I, you know, I'll reach out, and that's one of the ways I stay in contact with them throughout the year. Mm -hmm. So it's really important for my business. I think you also know, too, in your business, like, what their weak points are, what do they need more attention on, more detail with. Yeah, so like a perfect example is somebody that I know is struggling with her budget. So I reach out to her, you know, kind of every other week and I'm like, hey, how's the Amazon shopping going? You know, like, funny. (laughs) And we have a rule. She's supposed to keep everything in her shopping cart for, you know, 48 hours before she purchases. Um, That's a good tip. So that's one of the ways I check in on her and I keep track of that. Hold her accountable. I'm going to start this section that's called Nicola's Tips or (laughs) Tips from Nicola. And that's one for today. When I'm not being an Uber bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Some tips, you 
Well, it's okay if they come off a little bit no. like that, but that's one for today is keep everything in your car for 48 hours before you yes. hit purchase. Yep. And you'd be surprised. Like I, I'll put stuff in, especially Friday nights. I like to shop. Brooklyn's got me watching some dumb show that she likes to watch. Like what is right, it? right now, it's when sharks attack. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. I haven't heard of that. So, uh, I mean, I can tell you how quickly. Like, you just have to s- sever tendons and muscles, and your foot will fall off. Yeah. It, they don't have to eat through the bone or anything like that. But I digress. Um, <laughs> Interesting. Yes, it's so exciting. And then she begs me, so we have like certain things she has to do for me to watch that episode or the episodes with her. Um, but. Friday nights, I'll put stuff in my Amazon card. I'm like, you know, I'm at two, $300 and none of the stuff I actually need, but I'm looking at it. Most of it's for her, like different clothes and stuff. Monday morning rolls around and I know I don't purchase anything until 8 a.m. on Monday. Yeah. I take almost two thirds of it out. I'm You're like, like I spent $200 at Crone Wolf yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, no. Just save for later. Save for Just later. Just for all of that. You know, I'm not paying for it. I'm way too cheap. I love it. <laughs> Love it. I found out just the other day how much the beers, the canned beer cost. Well, I like, oh, yeah, I told it's a you. lot. It's a decent amount. I had no idea. And I'm like it, chugging but... them at home. And uh, I'm like, now I'm like, mm, like we're on a budget. I'm going to save this for a special occasion. Yeah, yeah that's true. I know. I made him split one with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's it's, hilarious. It's funny. Yeah, they're like a coffee. They're like a Starbucks coffee. They're seven dollars a piece. Yeah, the new Ocean Breeze. Yeah, yeah, or Whoa. Ocean. Is that Blast. the seltzer one? Yeah, the take home drinks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> wow. Ashley, what do you think are the most important things to track? So pretty similar, I would say. When I was a new agent in the business, I didn't track like my sales. Now I teach agents to be absolutely obsessed with where their sales are coming from. Same as Nicola. Are is it Sphere? Is it an office lead? Is it from an open house? Like where they are the level and average sales price that they're shopping when I've opened escrow and when we've closed and for how much commission. Mm-hmm. I am absolutely obsessed with that. And it's and another important thing that I track is if I'm going to donate money or put money into something, I track my return on investment, or ROI. How do you so, track that? So you say like, um, for Women's Council and Girl Scouts, it's a little harder because it's tracked over so much time. But right. if, like, if I'm donating a, donating a $75 basket to Amelia's Angels, which I am this week, I'm going to um, track, you know, have I made any contacts or new friends, even on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I will, on my spreadsheet, attach my $75 donation to Amelia's Angels fundraiser and then keep track of any names that come from that. And in my sync, which we'll also talk about, my CRM, my client relations manager, is Commissions Inc. That's where I track all my follow-ups. Super important. You think you remember details, but you won't. Mm-hmm. If I make a friend off of that basket, they will go in sync and they will be labeled with like fundraiser. That'll be where I found that lead. Gotcha. So obsessed with my business, how much I'm making. You know what I mean? Also too, it's a good idea to track like, do I di- did I discount more commis- commissions this year than I did last year for mm-hmm. friends right. or family or because it was a you know a buy and a sell or because I had to do it to get to the deal because I want to make sure and balance that out. Yeah. And the average sales price is really important to me as well because I only have so much time in a year mm-hmm. and I have some big goals. So like I have to keep my average sales price high mm-hmm. so I can do like 22 deals and make the same amount of money as other people make in 30 deals. Right, right, right. No, and that's, and <clears throat> return on investment's huge. And that's something I was, we were talking about with Women's Council. Like, I track. So I yes. know if this lead came from Women's Council or an event I was at because of Women's Council or a mm-hmm. board meeting or whatever, because not only is there the price I pay to be there, there's also the time I put in. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So if I'm putting two, four, yes. five hours a month, could those two to five hours be put somewhere else where I would get a better return on investment? Right. So I think it's really important to track, especially networking groups. And when I first got into the business, I joined everything, right? I'm, Clovis Chamber, Fresno Chamber, yeah. um, Fresno Women's Network, uh, 
There were Which like, Nicola is the president of, by the way. Currently. currently. <laughs> well, and you did also your, um, like, uh, Association for Your Financial Advisors. Or yeah. So there's yeah. that group, too, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But that's kind of different, because, I, I mean, I guess I could get leads from that. And I make well, I guess it's all the same people. I know. Yeah. yeah. I guess I see what you're um, But what I saw was in the first year, I spent a lot of money on these networking groups, and then my return on investment was really low. So I'm like, okay, well, where am I actually seeing a return on investment? Yeah. And that's when I got involved with the Women's Council. I went to one event and I got three leads yeah. from it. And those leads became prospects who became clients. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, this is a good place for me to be putting money and time. Yep. Yeah. Right? And yeah. other things like Fresno Chamber, I mean, I'm not even part of, I don't even go to any of their events. Clovis Chamber, I'm still a part of as part of principal as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, you know... Well, and I think it's a good reminder, like, when we go to, we all have done Clovis Chamber stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I really love the Clovis Chamber. They're very well organized. Yeah. They have a lot of options. But it pushes me to make sure and make time to go to the events. And although I want to stand in the corner and talk to you ladies yes. and drink wine, we have to get out and talk to other people because the ROI for that money. Yeah. Right. Because it's a decently expensive thing it to is. be a part of every year. Yeah. yeah. And then they want it, you know, contributions and time and all that and kind of time. stuff. Totally. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that I'm really going to keep track of this year is what my return on investment from all these networking groups. Um, I'm a part of Fresno Women's Network as well and Women's Council and Clovis Chamber. So I think really, because last year I met, you know, one of Amy Minster who (laughs) was, got me involved with Fresno Women's Network and that one's not very expensive to join. But as I got exposed to more and more of these groups, you're right. It's a, you have to have some skin in the game, but also, you, you know, to try to it. balance it and figure out, you know, what's, what is worth it, what is not, and all of the expenses and time associated with that. So, yeah, that's something I'm going to definitely keep an eye on. And it's year. just like cold calling. You have to find out what motivates you. Mm-hmm. And if you track your business and track your return on investment, it will motivate you to go to an event, to talk to people, and come home yes. with two names. Yeah. Like, right. it's that kind of stuff that you have to learn those little tricks that psychologically make you push to get those leads. Right, right. And the other thing you can look, that I track is, you know, my first year commission. So how much did I make in the year? And then what yeah. I do is I divide that by what I estimate the amount of hours that I work. So I know how much each of my hours is worth, mm-hmm. right? So if I'm, my hour is worth $250 and I'm at, you know, any networking event and I don't come back with at least one lead, it was a waste of my time. I could have been doing something else to make that $250. Right. Yep. Right. And that's where you need, and then you make a pivot in your business. Yep. And you don't do it again next year. Exactly. If you don't renew if you don't, if you're not yeah. going to it. And that's what I would tell most people is a lot of times these, a lot of the different groups you can go to a couple of times before you actually right. pay for mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Like Clovis Chamber, I've been to a lot of events <coughs> and you know, the ones that are not free to non-members I pay for and attend, yeah. but that's been a great way for me to be involved, meet people, network without having to really pay the full, membership, yeah, right? the full membership. Yeah, the full membership. And it's expensive just for me. As one person right. to join, it's it's very expensive. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, though, when they're new in business, they'll just start joining things, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. it's like, it's great to spend money, and I'm all for right. it. It helps the economy, but at the same time, it's not the best thing for your business. Always. Right. Well, and that was another thing that Amy had told me when I first met her was, you know, I pick three. I pick three networking groups that I get involved in, devote my time to, and that's yeah. it. And, you know, they're not necessarily the same three each year, mm-hmm. but I do commit to three. So that's kind of helped me gauge um, my involvement with with different networking groups and all and that mix and matching too with stuff that costs money and stuff that doesn't much like our book club has been super inspirational and pivotal in our businesses but mm-hmm. it only costs the book that you're going to buy anyways and it, i'm happy to yeah. have that investment in there but the, the yeah. club itself the access to the people in there costs nothing yeah yeah exactly exactly Good balance. so now i want to shift into how to track how do you guys track 
Should we say it together? CRM. CRM. Oh, I have one too. I Google can... spreadsheet. No. <laughs> she doesn't use Google. She uses Excel. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's Google. right. How could I even imagine? So, yeah, CRM, um, that's a key. I've said it in, in a previous episode. Um, I was on a team getting into real estate, and about a year in, I was outpacing somebody, you know, some other people. And so the team leads being smart, like they were brought us in and decided, you know, what's working for her that's not working that other people might not be doing. And then, well, of course, I always had more stuff I could work on as well. And it actually it came down to follow-up. Mm-hmm. And yes. follow-up never happens if you don't have your CRM. Mm-hmm. And in this business, um, we've also talked about as women, we decided, you know, one of our themes was if you're going to do it, be the best at it. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to be the best at it if you don't take detailed notes and keep track of your reminders and, you know what I mean, and when to call people back. Where you got the lead is really important. And be the best, you know, a beast at follow-up. And yeah. you can't do that without a good CRM. And yeah, mine is totally. Commissions, Inc. Totally. I Like I mentioned uh, either last episode or a couple episodes ago, we're switching CRMs. So we That's decided right. to go with one called Jungo, which now, you know, we're just having to relearn and get everything in there. But since I've been in this limbo in between switch, switching CRMs, I'm really like, okay, we need to make a decision and go for it because I'm losing business. Yes, the longer right. that you take to decide which yep. one we're going with, 100%. the more business I'm losing, you know? So right. um, I really am seeing how impactful CRMs are and how important they are, especially with, you know, getting people, even if they're not hot, not a hot lead right now, they may be in, in three months. You know, I've been working with a guy since last March that now is ready to, to buy he's in a good situation and much different than when I first talked to him you know so being able to nurture that lead and and he actually responded to one of my monthly newsletter emails saying hey Kayla you know thanks for the email I'm ready to get back in and you know here's some information so it does work um so I've been seeing that you know that kind of um that gap I guess since I since we haven't fully gotten back on our on our jam with it well, and I feel like if you're not tracking, you know, in through your CRM or whatever system you're using, you can't follow up, mm-hmm. right? So I had people right. that I talked to last spring that were opening 401ks with a payroll company, and they, I literally, two different clients, or not clients yet, they're prospects. One's a warm prospect, one's a medium. Um, they were like, no, we're going to go with our payroll company. It's less expensive. It's easier, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. I know in my brain they're going to have a terrible experience. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to follow up with them in 12 months. Yeah. Literally called both of them last week. Both of them are going to be moving their 401ks because they're so unhappy. One's even switching payroll companies because they've had such a bad experience. Wow. So, and if I didn't have it in my CRM, if I wasn't tracking that, I wouldn't have remembered yeah. 12 months later to call right. them. I can't remember what I ate for breakfast yesterday. And so. you have to, and offer the level of service that we all want to offer in our business. Like if they're going to, they tell you their dog's name, put it in there. If they tell you yes. their daughter's name or their best friend's name or the name of you know whatever it is mm-hmm. you need to be putting down those details mm-hmm. and you know you start to see patterns like you know for instance you're going to see a lot of buyers right now that actually will buy next spring and that's what i'm, I'm starting to see you know buyers yeah, I, I spoke Especially to last market, year they won't have that yep. cash for appraisal gaps and down payments and closing costs mm-hmm. but they will next year exactly mm-hmm. i had a client tell me yesterday how does my daughter compete how do these other young couples have this extra cash. I go, I'm going to be honest with you. It's because they tried to buy a house last spring. They just, they saved $25,000 and they're back in the market right now. Yeah. Right. So they're pre-approved for the same amount. Uh, if interest rates don't go up too much. And now they have $25,000 liquid cash on top of everything else to pay towards appraisal gaps and, mm-hmm. and larger down payments and yeah. stuff. But, but they had to wait a year. Right. Yeah. Which, yeah. Yeah. Luckily we still have our, our other CRM on, so they're still getting stuff, but 
yeah, I'm definitely ready it's to... It's important. It, it is, it is. And even though I'm, you know, the buyers that I'm working with right now, I'm keeping track of them sure. separately. But still, it's like, okay, well, when I know that they're not ready or now's not the time, they need to be going on to that. So, um, yep. anyway... My next question for you is, obviously, we said CRM is a huge way to keep track mm -hmm. of everything. Are there any other apps you use or some other methods or metrics that you use in tracking? So when I track my uh, my business, my commission rate and all that stuff I was telling you about, I use Google Spreadsheets. So I use that, and I use that for, um, like, sourcing leads and team leads and our current escrows and stuff like that. And that's... Active buyer list. That's just something that you are constantly going in and updating and... Yes. and so you know where all your numbers yep. are at. And like I have it as a tab always on my on my website, okay. on my Safari, so it's always on there, and I check it at least once a week. Okay. Color coded and everything. Color coded and everything. <laughs> How do you what? sold in escrow, active, you know, not active sales price, but then they don't go over until the I have the column add up, so I have my running sales for every year. I have my total cumulative sales in my career, mm -hmm. and now I have the 2022 year sales. So, and they don't go over into that column until they're closed. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's a real number. Same thing with my commission amount on the other side. So it'll have the percentage, but then the actual commission paid will be added up on the bottom. So I know what my earnings are for the years, help me keep track my taxes. And okay. like, it was one thing at the beginning of my career, I never looked at it. I couldn't tell you where I was at for sales. I also check uh, Iron Key's sales report all the time, how I'm up against other realtors. It's not against them. It's for my own right. like tracking. I have an Just I have an your competitive healthy competition. I, well, and yeah. I have an office, so I am I need to stay above. You, you know keep what I mean? That like office, I have to yep. keep it exactly, and I need <laughs> yep. to be performing, and it pushes me. I've again find what pushes you, whatever it is that helps push me. Yeah. Well, so we used to have like our leaderboard, and then. You know, the federal government said that's illegal to do in finance, apparently. Oh. So now I don't know where I fall, so it drives me crazy because oh. I, I like to outperform. Yeah. And so when I used to, I would track where I was with people who started the same year as I did and people who were in their first five years and then where I fell in the whole, you know, the whole um, Central Valley mm -hmm. business. Um so, yeah, it's really kind of messed me up because we can't track that now. Every now and then there'll be something posted, like, once a quarter where everybody falls. Mm -hmm. um, or at least, like, the top ten producers, whatever it is. But it drives me nuts not knowing what everybody else is doing. Yeah. Because I am competitive. And it, it's that yep. extra push. It so, now, it's, now I'm just pushing against myself and, you know, my business partner because I know what her numbers are. Um, I'm going to refer back to the watch and how much you throw on our faces that you burn more calories than us every day. Oh, yeah, but... Yeah, today. I'm at 594, and it's only noon. Oh, my um, gosh. Seriously? Know. Yeah. Good what are you more. at? I don't know. I'm not looking after that um, number. I'm not looking either. I didn't go to the gym today. I'll pull up my phone, and I'll Yours was zero yesterday, you. just because Claire, my daughter, has more steps than me by, like, three times. <laughs> well, my mom... I, so, I, I started following her on her watch, because she got one. Oh, man. Um, Did she know she, what she was getting herself into? Well... <laughs> She Did any of us when we met Nicholas? No, no. <laughs> when I hit accept friendship on my activity? Yep, <laughs> yep, same. Denied. It's like a good idea. It's like a good idea. No, because my mom works in the medical field, so she's on her feet all the time. Yeah. And she's like just walking around her office, and she makes like eight <clears> miles. <throat> and I'm like, oh, this is BS. Yeah. Like, I've got to figure this out. So. Yeah, I did eight miles on what day you was did. that? Like Tuesday or uh, something? Day or Tuesday two or Wednesday. Yeah. yeah, I took Bishop on a walk in the morning and then a walk in the afternoon. And I, I have like, to say, I've started, um, I've started implementing two workouts a day just so I can stay ahead of everyone. Oh, my wow. God. <laughs> of course she did. Crap. Of course she did. <laughs> we are not surprised. Yeah. I know. So I know. I'm not doing two workouts a day. So that's and... how she tracks her health <laughs> and fitness on yeah. her uh, watch, and she's obsessed with it. Yes, yes. Well, I, I and as 
far as tracking health and fitness, I also have written down here um, my fitness pal. I use to yeah. track calories, okay. which I haven't been doing, and I'm going to start doing again. Um, and then, yeah, the watch too. That's what brings me to the perfect point. Last week, we put you on the spot, and we told you you had to open up a business checking account. Yes. Did you get that done? I, I did not get it done, but I do have a check with me right this second, today, that I'm going to take to the bank, and yes. that's going to be the nice. check I deposit it, open the account with, and, and get all that rolling. I think I'm actually, I re-listened to our episode, the budget episode, and I want to go to the Willow and Knees Chase, because I, I like banking with Chase. It's yeah. easy. It's in an app, yep. and yes, I know maybe I should open an account with another banking institution in town or whatever, but I just, I really had no problems with Chase. I really like them, so I'm going to go open a second account over nice. at that branch today, so I'm going to do it. Nice. <laughs> Love it. But, oh, what about you, Nicola? Have you been leaving at 5.30 and setting your alarm? <coughs> Most days, yes. What episode was that? Scheduling? Oh my gosh, no. it was morning routine. Maybe routine. Maybe routines, yeah. So it goes off. It's still on my phone. Um, I would say nine times out of ten, I leave be by or before 5.15 or I'm packing up at 5.15. Mm -hmm. Last night I worked a little late just because I could. Justin was home early with Brooklyn, so... And I had, as you guys know, a ridiculous amount of things to get done. Yep. Yeah, so... <laughs> 13 email responses. 13 emails like before 9 o'clock. Yeah. yeah, it was nuts. Um, and I still have five things pending from yesterday, so I gotta get those done today. Yeah. Nice. So... Um, so now I want to go into and talk about why it's so important to review everything that you're tracking. And like I said earlier in this episode, I'm not one to speak to that. So could you guys talk about when you review, what is that timeline? Do you look every quarter? Do you look after six months? How do you go and review what you've tracked? Um, so probably I would say between monthly and quarterly. So I check my, um, my commissions on a monthly basis. I get paid twice a month, but usually I, I do one big check at the end of the month and then that's what I upload to my spreadsheet because then I take it out of my CRM and I put that information on my spreadsheet. Um, so I would say commission-wise, I check it on a quarter, on a monthly basis and then I have my quarterly goals that I'm comparing it against on my spreadsheet. And then as far as like where my leads came from, I do that usually between like Thanksgiving and Christmas. I start looking at the year prior. Where did my leads come from? Where did I generate leads from? What was my closing ratio? Um, how many appointments did I hold? Um, how many hours did I spend with any of my, you know, nonprofit work or networking? You know, what are those hours all equal? And then I also look kind of like, based off of my calendar, I know how many hours I worked in a day and how many weeks I took off or didn't take off or days or whatever. How do you know how many hours you worked in a day exactly? Well, if you're looking back at, you know, you so can just say on average, this is probably how I know typically work. if it was a day that I was in the office, um, I'm 8.30 typically till 5.30. Last year on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I would work till 6, 6.30, 7 o'clock. So, but I, I usually just do 8.30 to 5.30 on days that I know that I was in the office. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I, I black out if I'm completely not working. But then if I'm working from home, I know I work like 8 to 2. Yeah. So if it's on my schedule that I worked from home, I knew it was an 8 to 2 day. Okay. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Ashley, what about you? So I check. I'm in my stuff all the time, honestly. When um, I get paid commissions when a deal closes, I get the check the next day. So then when, when I go in and I'll immediately enter my thing because I'm excited, right, mm -hmm. to add it to my yeah. list and everything. So. Whenever that happens, it's kind of whenever I check, but I always have the tab up there if I ever feel like I don't know exactly. Also in our industry, especially having lunch around other top performers, they bring up those things, not in competitively, but you need to know exactly where you're at, yeah. okay? And I've learned that's really important. So I almost always know exactly where I'm at. But I do agree, 
whenever I do my taxes, so how I do it, it's not super efficient, but it just works for me. My appointments and showings and listing appointments go in yellow on my calendar. And when I go back to do my taxes for mileage, I'll add up all the yellow and then I'll add an extra mileage, of course. Mm -hmm. But um, the yellow helps me track how many listing appointments I went to, how many showings for each client, mm -hmm. and um, and my close, my close rate, how much time I spent, stuff like that. Because um, in the beginning, it was awful, of course, right? You're going to a whole bunch of appointments, mm -hmm. not really closing. Right. And last year, pretty much closed everybody that I got open. A couple, mm -hmm. couple stragglers, but... Um, so I would just say like all the time yeah. as far as like tracking my business, where my leads come from, from is on that same sheet. So mm -hmm. when I'm tracking my commissions and sold for the year, the different colors for the, where the leads is coming from. And I feel like also too, honestly, whenever I go to repay for something then I will take a half a day or something and go look at, you know, is it worth it? Mm -hmm. How many of my new friends really came from that? Yeah. I'm not, uh, I'm bad at like picking like where stuff people came from because I get so excited about new friendships and relationships yeah me too even leads right and they'll be like oh how'd you get that lead and, and I'm like, like I can't remember <laughs> I was like I don't know I've been talking to him for like a year yeah. I have no idea yeah so, so. What, one way to fix that is <clears throat> on my onboarding my client onboarding it says who they were referred by or where they came from and yeah. so I'll make a notation like I met them at a women's council of realtors board meeting I met them at an event I met them through Ashley I mm. met them through Kayla so I notate that and then in my CRM there's a spot where I can place that so then when I run a report I make sure to add that column and I can sort it by that mm. nice That's yeah a good I, idea. I, check I keep, your CRMs you might be able to do that in those That's a good idea yeah I know you definitely can with the one that we're switching to um but yeah I, I track each lead the agent that referred me that lead or right. whether there was an agent involved or it was a, you know, natural lead or whatever. And for you, that's really, so, really yes, important because that lead has to stay connected to that realtor. It is. So that's really yeah. important. Yeah. That so sense. I definitely keep track of that. Um, okay. So we got, got the reviewing um, aspect of tracking. Do you guys have any last words on the importance of tracking or, you know, any other advice or tips on, on tracking? I would just say tracking always seems like it's, more seems like it's a daunting task like to me right? it is daunting I don't like tracking and I haven't scheduled like those schedule sheets that I've been writing out which yeah. I'm still doing by the way write out my schedule every day um I haven't gone and reviewed like, it tracking is just as important I feel like totally it for, totally yeah. is and I even though like I just haven't set that time to sure. go back and look through those worksheets and those sheets aren't you know it's just keeping track of my meetings and who I'm meeting yep. with but right. still, I haven't set the time aside to do that. And that's something that I really need to do. And, and maybe that's like a reoccurring thing on your calendar. Maybe the first Tuesday of every month. Yeah. Because I know Monday's kind of busy. Maybe mm -hmm. the first Tuesday or Thursday of every month, you put a two-hour block on there to look at your last month. Yeah, like once a month tracking. I need to do that. I do that on the first of the month unless it's on a weekend and then I do it the following Monday. But yeah. I do block out the first hour of my day on the first of the month um, that's a good to idea. review. Okay. To review what did I, you know, what did I do the prior month. But that's what it, you actually use the perfect word. I said it feels daunting, mm -hmm. but once you establish a system, yep. it gets easier and easier. And at first you're doing it, you know, you've got to go back and look at like the last 50 people. Mm -hmm. The next thing you know, it's just the next time you're putting somebody in the CRM, you're stating where they came from, right. you know, and then at the end of the month, you've got that all lined out. You run a report. It mm -hmm. takes me two seconds to run a report. Well, and if you're feeling, and then if you get your tracking dialed in, when you get busy and you get obsessed with your current escrows and your current situation, right. you start to feel out of control and you realize it's because you need to go back and update your CRM, get do your tracking, and get back under mm -hmm. control. Whether if you're always out of control with the tracking and you don't know, you're going to get further away from your goals, further slowed down without yeah. realizing that that's happening. So tracking allows you 
to very quickly understand and realize when you're not doing enough business or not focusing on the right thing. Yeah, Tracking your roadmap. If you know where you want to be, tracking's how you get there. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know how you how you meet your goal without it, really. Right. And especially not while also keeping track of your taxes and following up on leads, not mm-hmm. letting people down, stuff like right. that. And I think, especially you know, when I first met Nicholas, she's like telling me about how she tracks people and how she, <laughs> you know, gets her clients and just how she she. We've talked about this before. You're a very analytical person. Um, which is awesome and makes me realize like how important it is. Um, so I've always, it's something I've always known and I've always wanted to do, but now that I have a year of experience under my belt, I feel like I can do it more efficiently now. Like right. when yep. we had first met, I was what, right. in business for a month or two. I didn't have anything to track. I did, but I didn't, you know? Yeah. So now that I've been in it for mm-hmm. a year, I have something to compare it to. Um, I know my systems and I have a little bit more of my you know, my systems in place and whatnot. So, um, I'm definitely, well, and I think it's ever evolving because even what I did in my first year of business compared to what I did in my third year compared to what I'm doing in my fifth year, it's always changing and getting more efficient. And that's yeah. the goal, right? Be more efficient so I can yep. either have the same amount of production with less time right. or keep the same amount of time and have more production. Yep. Right. Right. De- just depending on what my goals are for the year. Right. So, and that's why I think you'd have to track too. How much time are you spending with your family? Did you miss a bunch of things that you wanted to go for this year? Mm -hmm. Because I also feel like, you know, right, making more money or or doing more deals isn't always necessarily the goal. Sometimes it's, because really, truly, I would like to just do the same amount of business this year and spend less time doing it or feeling less stressed. Well, and it's funny that you mentioned tracking your personal relationships and whatnot, too. I was talking to a friend recently that I haven't talked to in a couple months, and I was telling her like man I'm so glad that we got the chance to hang out to talk blah 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 and I thought like I'm spending so much time putting in effort and whatnot into these business relationships but my personal relationships are kind of falling off a little bit so I need to keep track of that too and and put effort into those relationships so I mean, it sounds terrible, but eventually those personal relationships become business relationships. Right, yeah. Or vice versa, business relationship becomes a personal relationship, totally. right? I met both of you because of, you know, business-related <laughs> stuff. And now I'm like, you guys are the people I would call. Yeah. Like, I want to go get a drink just 100%. for fun and yeah. relax. So. And everybody needs that balance, too, because especially in the beginning of all your relationships, you always have to kind of keep in the back of your head that you also do business together, where the other people, you don't have to do that. Right. And then you have business with them eventually like Nicola said but it's a little bit different because they're more comfortable with you and you can be more comfortable with them so you'll have clients where you have to be on your a-game and clients where you still give them your a-game but you can take a breath in between right yeah right Right. it's like that meme where the real estate agent is your first time showing a client you're like in the business suit and all the stuff and then like 50 showings later in this market you're like in your yoga pants and you're like running out of your car five minutes late (laughs) yep so you need a balance of everybody people you're new people you're comfortable with and then like your friends that turn into business right right but and I would caution, too, with friends, it's easy to be lazy. Mm-hmm. Yes. You have to bring your A game. Yeah. yeah. I, I've fallen into that trap a couple of times where I'm having a beer with somebody and they want to open an investment account. I'm like, yeah, we can do that. This is what I need. And then they send me their information. And right. I never, I always, for every client, I send a follow-up email. Well, for a friend, I might not do that. And mm-hmm. it's the next time because, you know, maybe I'm seeing them the following week and I'm just going to talk to them about it. Right. And I'm like, they need to get the same treatment yep. that all my clients get. Right. And you know what else? Yeah. They need to follow the same emotional path yes. as well. That's well, what I've learned. Well, the same goes for family, jump. too. Family, yeah. totally. too. Yeah. yeah. 
totally. Yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up because steps. that's something that I need to keep in mind too because yep. I've had a couple family members recently reach out to me about getting ready to buy and, you know, same thing. I haven't followed up with her, but I need to. But yes. there's, it's like I don't want to be too pushy and maybe that's – I'm sure that's a reason yes. for you well, too, you yeah. know. And they need to get all your mail and all this stuff. Like yep. if you're sending out yep. a letter, you know, or whatever it is, they need to get that. Yeah. All those people, whether it applies to them or not, just to help, you know. And that's something else I track. So that's, that's a perfect example. I track who I've mailed and how often and when and how much money that costs. Yeah. So I have a sphere list. They get all my mail. And I'm actually in the process of updating it right now because some people, a lot of people have moved. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people I've maybe either moved away from or, or they I found out since that they have a realtor, a family member, or a friend or something. Mm-hmm. I don't get any of your marketing materials. Well, you know, I see you. Me either. What the hell? Well, you just moved in your house. I'm updating it right now, and now you're going to get everything, so suck it. No, don't waste your marketing money. So, oh no, you both are getting it all the time now. It's 75 cents a piece, and you're getting it. Well, and so this is completely different, but this is um, something else, too, is, you know, Justin had done business for Ashley, and he asked me, he's like, should I discount it? And I'm like, no, because I would never ask Ashley to discount. I would pay full price for her. So that's the other thing, too. Like, sometimes yeah. with friends and family, you want a discount. And Be I would careful. Say, that's not always what they're looking for, right? Right. Mm-hmm. It's You pay, you know, I want to support you. I want to support yep. you. And I'm expecting to pay full price for yep. it, right? right? Because, unfortunately, I can't even discount my services. There's things I can do for free, like hang out. But... <laughs> <laughs> not charge for consultations. Not charge like for that, consultations. Or... Not charge for financial planning, yep. you know, on that side. But there's, like, commission... On the commission side, I can't discount it. So I never expect people to discount for me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the other thing, too, is, you know... That's, that's the people you want to have relationships with anyways. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. As the people that see your value and stuff. Totally. And, and tracking, you know what else? Tracking your referral sources. Mm-hmm. If you don't pay attention, like you might always see Kayla at a barbecue and she might always have one name or always walk you around, but you might, but it maybe doesn't turn into anything. So you don't really keep track right. of her being a referral source, but mm-hmm. actually she is. Imagine if you called that person on Monday after the barbecue and said, Hey, I know you walked me around, but I didn't really get a chance to talk to them. Like, do you mind just shooting me over their number and I could reach out to them? And yeah. and then marking Kayla on your tracking as a referral source Better from that person. Yeah. yeah. Because I feel like it's taken me a little bit longer in the business to realize who my connector friends are. Yes. And now I am acutely aware of who my connectors are. When that person wants to have lunch with me, I will make time for them every time. Mm-hmm. And they're usually the same people that also see your value. And so they're not telling their right. friends and family to, to get a discount from you. Right. They're give, you know, they're not, that's not the referral source that that is. Right. So tracking your referral sources. Yeah. Yep. That was great. And, and, that's, them lots and of those love. might be people that never, ever do business with you. Right. But no. they're going to connect you with a hundred right. other people. Or right. like their mom might be a real estate agent or they're somebody. Yep. So they they can't use you, but they feel bad or they want to be a good referral source with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like right. you need to make sure and give them lots of love and track them also. Yeah. And Absolutely. like maybe they also get your client gift for Christmas that year or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. Really totally. Cool. Well, that was great, guys. Thanks. Yeah. So I do want to mention a couple quick apps that I found on a quick app store search. Uh, Mile IQ, that's a mileage tracker. And okay. again, you know, Ooh, good idea. you may use a few that are better than these, but these are the ones I found. Everlance, that's an app that tracks miles, expenses, and taxes. So kind of a good all-in-one business app. Uh, Mint, which I downloaded but have not explored yet. It's a budget planner and tracker. So mm-hmm. that's something nice. that I need to focus on. Cool. Is my budgeting a little bit. Uh, Todoist, which I think Ashley, you've talked yeah, about we before. Talked about that. Yeah, yeah, keeping track of your list because I have lists for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so just keeping track of that. And then like we mentioned earlier, MyFitnessPal, any workout trackers are good too. So 
I like the, um, mile, the mileage one's a big one. You should be all of us working for ourselves should be tracking our miles. Yeah, I know, which I don't do either. Because so that's a great deduction, that. one of yeah. the best ones. Yeah, and there's probably easier ways to do it than versus looking back at your calendar and figuring. Oh it out. yeah, I'm totally not yep. efficient with that. At all. Right. No, me neither. And then one last thing that we wanted to talk about before we close out today was our book club. So yep. yes. Ashley, do you want to touch on that a little bit? Sure, I can touch on that. So we um, we decided we had you know we love reading books. We've Kayla and I especially this year have. Uh, dove into reading books with a mastermind group and we really loved it we decided that the clarity collaboration made a per make perfect sense to invite other ladies to read books with us we get to pick the books we get to choose the authors we're focusing on you know women pouring wine hang on so um and we're doing a cool video at marco polo and what's different about our book club is it's it's, it's not there's no workbooks, there's no papers, there's no specific assignments. It's all about reading the book. And then if you get inspired or have a question, you hop on Marco Polo and pose a question to the group. And so it's just a, another way to for community and support. Yeah, community support, collaborate on what we're reading. Maybe Nicola got something Learn out of it grow. that I didn't really get. And for and, me, it's you know. the accountability. Yes. I'm yes, on page two still. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm waiting for those people as they're starting to post chapter one that they oh, finished. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm such a loser. I know. I, I, mean, I haven't opened the Marco Polo app because I need to watch them and then read the book and yeah. give my input. So, yeah. but yeah. Well, I thought you were going to read in the car. What happened to that? Read in the car. Weren't you going to read a couple pages? I was going to read at the frat house. And they had an event going on. Oh. The line was out the door to even get a cup of coffee. So oh. I ended up getting back in my car, going getting Starbucks. And then I came to the office and saw the ridiculous amount yeah, of emails right. I had. So then no reading happened. And then I was gonna. I went to my lunch appointment early so I could read for a few minutes. And then she showed up early too. Oh. Um, but she joined the book club, so it works out. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So if you yeah. in, if you're interested at all, just reach out to us. Um, and we'll get you hooked up. Yeah, yes. we'd be we'd love to have you and um, love to get started on that. So yeah. thank you guys so much for hopping on today and make sure you catch our new episode each Monday as we <laughs> strive to give you clarity in 2022. Um, Nicola, do you want us to talk about next week? What Absolutely. we're going to expect? So one of the things that'll help you hit your goals in 2022 is decision-making without emotions. We'll be going over that in our next episode, which will be hosted by Ashley. She'll be providing us some clarity on implementing this and how we can make it work for us in our business. Yep. Sorry I jumped the gun a little bit, but uh, thank you. <laughs> I guess it was the wine. Uh, thank you guys so much again for hopping on. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Clarity Collab for additional content and tips or send us feedback at claritycollab at gmail.com. Again, we're so thankful that you're here. Have a great week and we'll see you next Monday.